At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh yeah, what up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, bringing you another episode of FNT Fantasy News today. Here with my man Bogart Scott Free. Hey, hey, America, give me money. Oh, yeah. And man, we got to start off with the biggest news of the day. Something that we knew was already gonna happen, but now it's official as a referee's whistle. Derrick Henry activated off the IR. They said that he is gonna start from the first snap of the game. I made the phone call. There we go. And I know we've been talking. Even if he's 80% or, you know, somewhere between 70 and 90%, however we want to do this shit, he's still going to be better than everyone they got on their squad. And, you probably, know, with he's, still, he's still the best running back, right? Out of anybody left in this, even 80%, and he's still the best running back? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, if you were saying pure talent, maybe – Maybe, you know, can makers like, you know, in the future. Right. <laughs> yeah, right now, hands down, is Derrick Henry's the last, I mean, the best running back that, that's in the dance right now. And um, I mean, with, with Julio and A.J. Brown to take the top off, like to finally have, you know, this core group of skill position guys together. I mean, they haven't. Even I, I want to say Julio left the game early week one also. Like, you know, we haven't seen it. And if he's, not, he's been hurt 100% of the season. Cause yeah, it was like literally first quarter of the first game where he got hurt and it never stopped. Yeah. And then like, obviously AJ Brown was, was, was missed a significant amount of time. So we haven't seen this group all together right now. And, and they had, you know, the past couple of weeks to, to, to game plan as a unit. So I am excited. I, I still I like the Bengals to cover. That also gives me an out without having to choose who's going to win because I just like the Bengals to be in this game to outright cover that number. Or or if they win, that still covers the number. So that's where I'm going with it. <laughs> I mean, Vrabel, 
he seems like, I mean, the way that he's scheming up these defenses and everything, it's almost, I mean, like we said forever with Belichick, you give him that extra week. I mean, Andy Reid, another one of those guys too, you give them an extra week to game plan, probably not going to win that game. And I'm sure they weren't game planning too much for the Raiders, you know, um, the week before that game actually happened or whatever. So, so you got, you know, a top two run defense with Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, if, if they're going to game plan someone out, probably Jamar Chase, right? They're already number one. They're, well, they were top three against the tight end. So yeah. to me, it's, it's you know, it's up to Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins to really step it up. And, uh, you know, T. Higgins, he had a quiet game last week, but, you know, first first chance in the red zone, they gave him a shot. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm fully expecting him to be, you know, a, a focal point in this game plan. You know what I mean? Shout out to everyone in the chat real quick. So we didn't shout anybody out yet. Ronald in the building. What up, bro? What up, Ronald? Dion in the building said, yo, yo, Henry activated. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I made the call. <laughs> and Anthony said the underdog is here. So I'm assuming that Bogart is the favorite um, is what you're saying in your guys' matchup. I like it. I'm the, under I'm the underdog. Yeah, and David P., I like it. Puff the crispier dragon. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Antonio in the building. What up, bro? And here's a question for you because I know that you remember a lot of this shit off the top of the dome. What um, is the Bengals' rank in run defense? Anthony asked. He said, I still got hope. Man, I, I want to say they were middle of the pack, like 14 or 15, something like that. They might even be less. I just I haven't looked in a long time. You know what I mean? So I couldn't really tell you, but I mean, they, 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 when they played teams like when they late in the season, when they played the Browns, the Browns ran all over them and Dearness, it was Dearness Johnson ran all over them. You know what I mean? And and, and on defense that week, you know, this was, uh, I want to say week, week 18. It wasn't like they were sitting their starters on defense. You know, they were, they were sitting Burrow and, and Mixon. That was about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, you can't run on them. You know what I mean? And um, losing Larry Obenjobi, who's, who's not technically like a household name, but people people got to realize like that middle of that that linebacker core was hard to run up the gut on. You know what I mean? And so here, oh Tennessee, they like to run up the gut a lot. Here's yeah, some I mean, good. They do it all. They 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 have outside zone runs. They like to go with Henry. They do it all. But you know they favor that inside run. So here's the top five uh, defenses as far as like giving up point, giving up uh, yardage to the running backs. This is like NFL stats, not fantasy stats. Ravens fourteen thirty six, Titans fourteen thirty eight. So I mean, you might as well say those guys are one A and one B. You yeah. know, with the yards given up. Bucks fifteen seventy three, Saints fifteen eighty nine, and then the Bengals at seventeen forty two. Yeah. Okay, so they were at the better. They were at the top half. But you know what though, they definitely they definitely were giving up yards towards the end of the year. So oh they, yeah, it was trending the wrong way to to close the year. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I mean, Titans are just. I mean, they're a different monster. You know. I mean, if you ask me, the Raiders probably could have done way better if they just stuck with Josh Jacobs because he was working the first half. Yeah, I mean they. Were, I mean I know that they were down, but it's not. I mean, you know, it's different when you're down twenty-one zero and you're down. Whatever they were, I mean, 10-0, 14-0 for the longest time before they scored. But, yeah, I, th I feel like they just gave up on the run a little bit too easy, and we know the Titans yeah. aren't going to give up on it quick. 
Hell no. I want you to guess. Where do you think Henry's going to come in touch-wise? You think he's going over 20 touches, or you think he's yeah. going to be somewhere? Yeah, you think he's going to go over? Yeah. Because, I mean. As think- long as they're not getting blown out. And where you got to bring yeah. in Jeremy McNichols or or uh, Dontrell Hilliard. And I just think coming off of a bye week, you know, with with the Belichickian, the Belichickian, you know, nature of how they're going to prepare, you know, that. And, and you know what's what's funny about that, too, is everybody loves to say that he comes from that elk, including us. But like he's one of the only coaches to not get a shot with with him. He yeah, was, I mean, he was just a player there. Just he a player. Yeah. So that's that's where I think why, why the belly the the Belichickian discipline with his players is is enforced because he was a former player, knows what it takes to get it done. He got rings, you know what I mean. And how many championship teams did he play on? Did he play on three of them? I think it was three. It was two. Or, it was two for sure. I want to say he was there for for that third one too, because I he was definitely there. He was there with Willie McGinnis. The yeah. whole time. So yeah, I think he got he got three oh two oh four and oh five. Yeah, he was yeah. there for those first three. Yeah, because he was. I was gonna say it was him and Willie and Teddy Bruschi. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah! And uh, I mean, I don't know who's a Who better. Else did they have? Was it Vince? Was Vince Wolford Wolford there too? Was he there seems, already? It uh, seems like that's too early for him. But too early, huh? Let me see. Let, let me. Look I know. I know. Vince Wolford was there with those losing. Te- he was there with them losing teams. The, the, the oh team yeah, yeah, yeah. That lost to the Giants. Yep. Let yeah. me see. Let me see. So yeah, Willie McGinnis was the starter then. Richard Seymour was the starter there. Vince Wilfork was a starter there. Oh, so he yeah. was. 20, yeah. 24, 24 years old. So, you know, I mean, that his that was uh, his second year in 2005. Okay. So he was there. He was there for, for two of those, two yeah. of those women, Super Bowls. Yeah. And then, but, but, you know, going back to Vrabel, I mean, it, as long as they don't get, as long as they don't get blown out, you know what I mean? I don't or, see them getting blown out. Exactly. Like, their defense is just too solid for that. Like, could could the could the Bengals surprise us and go up 14-0 in the first quarter? Like, it, it could happen, but but they I, won't I abandon the run. Then. They're they're not abandoning the run there though. No, not off of 14-0. I mean, I'm quarter. I'm on record for this is why I'm taking the Bengals to cover because I'm on record for saying that this is a game. If the Bengals win, they're 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 probably losing the time of possession battle regardless. You know right. I mean? Because Titans are going to keep grinding. Yeah, they're going. It's going to be hard for them to, to run with Mixon. You know what I mean? And and if they can get, you know, they they're a team that could that could score in, in three passes. You know what I mean? They, three passes, they're down the field. That's what kind of team they are. That's you know, uh, Joe Burrow is one of the few guys. You know what I mean? That's you know, you could make put in that conversation along with you know the Mahomeses and and the um the, the Josh Allens and Aaron Rodgers, where it's like you know they can get if they need to get down the field quick, they're they're finna. You know what I mean? Yep. They got the pieces to do it. Dang it, and Anthony messing up. Said I'm not playing Bogart. Not playing Bogart. I'm playing Nigel. Ooh, well, you know what? You know what? Serbia's going down and not Bogart. <laughs> <laughs> and he said uh, versus Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. That's who you're playing or you have those two? Because, yeah, that's, that's going to be rough. And, yeah, Ronald said smoking some El Patron. I like it. I'm about to pack another bowl right now. 
what is what does patron mean like big boss right or no jefe jefe means like like more friendly boss right like hey boss hey jefe i mean i I guess you know it just depends on how you use it really i guess uh (laughs) i get well i guess it's all better than budo that's for sure (laughs) yeah and and seeing even like uh, i mean it's like it's even um a little slang yeah i, I mean it, it's a little hood slang really there too yeah you ever yeah. fuck with power power yeah the show yeah, yeah man come on i've been on that since hey, like but, hey jefe was one of the more terrifying bosses because he's the guy that'll like make you like give him fellatio <laughs> <laughs> man that show's wild and now so they're in the second season of the Tariq uh spinoff yeah and then uh, they did the spinoff where Kane's like a teenager, yeah. And like him coming up, that one was dope. And they're supposed to be coming out with uh, with, with with your boy's show, with Tommy's show in uh, February yeah. or something. That's funny because my boy dumbass looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> I know celebrities. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ronald said Patron is just the person who plays the bills. Hefe is the boss. Okay. Okay. <laughs> who pays the bills? Yeah. So oh, okay, so so whenever in in uh in blow when he says El Padrino, he's El, just El Padroni. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, that's just poor Spanish right there. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean they're not. I mean, and they're Colombian, so you know yeah. it's probably just different different slang for different areas. Because even yeah. like depending on where you are in Mexico, there's different slang for you know. I mean, same language, but. Just you know, like NorCal, NorCal and SoCal, you know, just got different isms. I'll tell you this much. It don't matter where I go in Mexico or in America, California, wherever. They always talk to me in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they, they always just assume I'm, I'm Spanish. You feel me? You're, I, mean, you're I, like got a, mad, I got mad Spanish blood, but we, it just, I just don't speak it. <laughs> you're like the, um, the what's it called? You remember Super Troopers, right? Yeah, and, and the white cops—they're like, "Hey, you gonna order a quesadilla or a burrito?" And, <laughs> and he was like, "What are they talking about?" He's like, "They think I'm Mexican." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> and yeah, Antonio got to watch the Fifty Cent one. It, it's cool, and I mean, you know, it's uh, he—he's narrating it, but um, or narrating some of it, and uh, but yeah, it's just like his come up in the beginning, how he got into the whole dope game and all that and i mean it's it's all family shit you know just yeah. just like it is in the um you know in the the uh, power and all that other shit also mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's cool i'm assuming that tommy and uh and what's it called and ghost come around in the second season of that because they didn't make an appearance like at all i just well because well Ken- Kenyon was 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 older he was the og yeah yeah he was he the one was older them and, on. and, um, what is it uh Hey, so did they do it well? Like where, like you know, they made it look like the '80s. Oh fuck yeah, man! Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is like the magic of the magic of production. It's like they probably only used the same like two or three blocks. You know what I mean? Probably. Well, no, I mean they were they were all over, but yeah, they kept coming back to the same areas. Exactly, because that's the one where you could have like I parked the old cars there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, I mean I saw this thing. I cannot remember what what show it was for. But um, they were talking about how when they did flashbacks to like 
you know, it's like a show in 2019, but they're doing flashbacks to like, oh, four, oh, five and stuff like that. And like they have whole production sets with like the cell phones that were out then, you know, like different type of swag that people used and like really like the cell phones. That's what gets it for me. Everybody was walking around with razors. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Remember the razors? Oh, man. Those were the shit in 2005. Like you weren't shit if you didn't have a razor. Because in 2005, that's when they came out with the metal joints, too. Yeah. Like, yo, this, this shit look, now it looks hella futuristic. <laughs> See, you know what was funny is I had I, I had several phones, as I as I would have, right? And I ain't never had a razor. I, always, I was on the Blackberry joints early on. Never got on, never got on the Blackberry joints. <laughs> they, they had that, they had the beep. <laughs> The BBM mess, the BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah, where it was like that shit was free, basically. You know what I mean? And like, but you know what though? Them old school joints, bro. The, the Nextel chirps, bro. No, that's like you knew a motherfucker had money. See, you know it's funny if I knew what I knew now back then. If you saw a young kid with a Nextel, you know he's getting dope money. <laughs> Why the fuck does this kid have like a a fucking like them Nextel? Uh, like them them plans. Yeah, they're expensive as shit. Fuck yeah, that's why motherfuckers use the chirp because the chirp was unlimited. It's free, you know what I mean? I mean, Nextel was was just detectable. I mean, they were always ahead of their time. I mean, they were the ones who came up with the first car phone and like all that shit. I think Mm -hmm. or like had their hand in it. So yeah, pretty much everything they did was innovative. I was always on Verizon, and LG was like their main one. Yeah, and like it was like they were catering to people my age because like the first one that I got. It was when I was 17, senior in high school. It was like the first camera phone that was like ever out there. 1.3 megapixels. Like <laughs> it was and the you were the, it was the flip phone. Yeah, and it had the screen on the front too, right? No, well, no, I mean it, it had, had the little, screen. No, it was like a little tiny square. It was a tiny square. And well, and see, not even one where you could see anything, like other than the time. And yeah. then there was just like little lights like yeah, on exactly. that would light up when you when your phone was going off. I it was just my whole goal to take as many pictures of as many boobs as I could with that 1.3 megapixel camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, we'll we'll take a 16-bit boobs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when, when you just to show your boys, hey, look at this, right? Here. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> and then the next one that came out, it was the the first one where you could upload like MP3s, and it oh, was yeah. like 2005 when it came out. So the iPod was already out and shit, but that was like the first one where you could load up some MP3s on your cell phone. That shit is crazy, bro. I'm sh- that was when uh, that was when it, it was popular for the women to do like they had like wings. They would do like their eyeliner comes out like wings on the side of their eyes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was like fresh twenty one days for me, man. Two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, fresh twenty one, bro. Dumbass. Dumbass diamonds in my mouth. <laughs> Hella ignorant. <laughs> yeah, Antonio wants bucks over the Rams. Says go goat time. Think Antonio said he wins like thirteen hundred if the bucks go all the way. You know, I, I like the Rams here, <laughs> but it's but I think a lot of but here's the thing though, a lot of it, like if you ask me, I think I think the Packers go all the way, right? But. This one, I'm still sticking with the Rams. I chose them to, to begin with. They did everything to get to keep like, like they just they're the Hollywood Rams right now. If they don't win, their shit is a bust. 
Yeah. Like, they are Super Bowl or bust for real. Like, you know, everyone says that. This is for real. Yeah. So I just refreshed on uh, um, the what's called on the injury report for Tampa and the Rams. So for the Rams, a couple things. I mean, they, they haven't came out with their Friday report, but Whitworth, he didn't, he hasn't practiced all week yet. So we're still waiting for the Friday news. Taylor Rapp hasn't practiced all week either. Um, as of yesterday, still in concussion protocol. So let's see if he doesn't get in a limited today, he ain't playing this week. It's just, it's not going to happen. Who Who is this? Uh, Whitworth, Christian Worth? Andrew Whitworth. Oh, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. You know what, man? I, I think like with his vet, veteranisms, he could like just like, be a game time, a true game time decision, right? Like just see how he feels in warmups or whatnot. But I I am inclined to massively swing the other way if he's not playing. Oh yeah, because he may. I mean, he's I mean he's that dude on their entire line. He runs mm-hmm. the entire show, and mm-hmm. and he tells everybody what the fuck to do. Yeah, on that line. Like he's that guy, you know what I mean? While, you know, while, um, you know, a lot of teams, the center's that guy or whatnot, but you know, on that team, it's wet work. You know what I mean? Like he's the one calling out all the protections while, while Matthew Stafford is, is, you know, calling the plays. You know what I mean? This shit's so funny. Antonio, <laughs> he said, where's the cock? You're not going to bring the master debater on the show. I was wondering if anybody caught that. I'm going to try to mix that in as many times as I can. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> You know, you know what's crazy is like, because I know Peacock. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. And Peacock, he has all the isms, bro. And like, (laughs) I remember one time I had a conversation with him and he said he, he took a shot at like acting because, you know, like his his daughters are, you know, they, they, uh, they're they models like legit. You know what I mean? And like and his baby mom's is a model. So like, you know, he had like connections. So he's he's auditioned before. But, yo, he turns it on. bro. <laughs> he turned the, he turned the cock on. Pause. I hope everybody uh, took notes of that because, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that's the main reason he won. He did have points, you know, mixed in, but I'm sure he got but a couple extra points. Should be. Yeah, it's got to be like, us putting gonna, the volume up. Like, I'm about to start coming on the show as different characters, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> Luigi didn't even make an appearance yesterday because I had, I had the kids too, too long before my show started. Like, I like to get going, you know what I mean, like an hour prior. I, remember before when we used to do, like, this other program together? 
sometimes I'd eat the shrooms like right before we start. And then I'd really get going like 45 minutes in. And I'd be like, this is going to be a two hour show now. You know I mean? <laughs> now I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh man, that shit's funny. And, uh, but yeah, that's what it's got to be. And even at the end, Spencer was saying that, yeah, the delivery probably won it for Peacock. And I mean, that's what it came down to. I mean, that was really the, that's what I was saying. The end. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I dropped a bunch of clips. I haven't posted anything yet, but I, I but I recorded a bunch of clips already. Yeah, because that shit was that shit was awesome, and he had the eyebrow and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny, dude. And Antonio said, "I told you before the show, bring Luigi if you want to win." <laughs> right? Because there was there was one there was a point I was about to crush, where and then, then the time ran out with me and the buzzard. But I was I wanted to I, I was trying to bring up the fact that Spagnola. It plays like some of the most man coverage, and Josh Allen is like one of the best against man coverage this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have just been like, Ugh! and it was right funny. Country right after the show, JC Money's like, man, there was like I I could have said this and this and this. It was like three things. He was like, man, that was more points than Bogart got. It's hard when you're on the spot if you didn't yeah. really think about it at all. You like, know, beforehand, I used to go ham on sports me right. You get thirty seconds. And there would be hell of times I'm recording my shit. And a 30-second take, it might take me like 15 minutes. Because I'm just trying to do, I, oh, <laughs> Let me do that again. And I don't like, like stopping and recording. That shit was whack. Yeah. I like just uh, 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 hitting them. You know yeah. I mean? At and the like, end, Spencer had the 30 seconds down perfect. Because he yeah. was like ending as soon as it was like hitting 30 seconds. See, I have too much. I had too much pause in my delivery. Like. Josh Allen is like Cam Newton in his prime. And then, like, I was watching the playback. I was like, damn, that was like eight seconds right there. Well, if you go watch everybody, everybody did that. It was like as soon as the clock would start, they'd be like, all right, so this, this. <laughs> it was like the first 10 seconds for everybody was like a waste of 10 seconds. Hey, the showdown was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Like I now I vow. You know what's funny is on Sunday mornings, uh, me and me and Clock and Miles did did that that little one hour show, and uh, it was part trivia show because Clock would just come up with these with with these uh what's what's true or not. You know what I mean? He yeah, those are always three. Those are always fun. Yeah, and like Miles kicked my ass all year, and you know me, I'm going through the process. I'm explaining <laughs> each one, and I would be right on the money. With the explanation, then I'd be like, all right, give me B. B is a lie. And he'd be like, are you sure? I'd be like, ah, give me C. Like, just all year. Just, and he'd be, hey, what up, dude? Noble in the house. Young noble. The nobleman. <laughs> it's funny because nobleman is what me and my, my, my brethren call each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you got a nobleman somewhere, you know, like, especially when you're panned out. Like, I got a nobleman out there in Atlanta. It's my guy. Yeah. Atlanta, he's going to take care of me. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have a nobleman, someone who's someone who has honor. Oh, yeah. And, and it's connected. You like being a nobleman? No. I'm ah. being noble the man. You want to be noble the man? Oh, there you go. Well, the nobleman <laughs> is the man. You know what I mean? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got to talk about here? Um, we do got some we do got some 49ers. 
info as well. So Nick Bosa, full go in practice mm -hmm. on, yep. uh, on Thursday. So, I mean, pretty much making him good to go for Sunday. Yep. He just got to get cleared by a, a, a one more independent neurologist, and that usually is automatic for the league neurologist. Yep. So we're looking good here. Yeah, should yep. be cleared either today or tomorrow. We're still waiting for their uh, – I mean, that, we don't really get too much on the injury report today because this is like just their walkthrough. Day. Okay, so you know what else? What else is interesting about that game? I mean, while we're, Bakhtiari, like he might not play. Yeah, it's weird. So he didn't Dad, practice on. Dad, hold on, bud. Hold on. We need more players. All right, we'll get more players. Okay. So he did not practice on Tuesday. Gets in limited work on Wednesday. And then doesn't practice yeah. on Thursday. I mean, ACL is a motherfucker, you know what I mean? And like I'm I'm sure the 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 weather becomes a, a a real issue for him. You know what I mean? Because yo, it's gonna be freezing. You know what I mean? And like that surgically repaired knee is gonna feel that shit. You know, what I mean? you, you see a lot of players, a lot of players they come back, you know. Like the the second season off an ACL is usually when they're like they're back for real. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like we're gonna see if Saquon Saquads or Saquon or you know if we're gonna have to give him a nickname for sucking. But I want to see how he looks in this next year. I know I'm gonna have him in a handful of leagues because of the value of where we're gonna be mm -hmm. able to get him. Everyone's gonna be off him. Like I had a lot of Joe Mixon this year, but I didn't have enough. Right. And because he was value. And then even then, I still attacked the other value, which was David Montgomery. Like, Saquon's going to be one of those guys in redraft next year. Yeah, yeah. like a fourth and, or fifth-round guy. Yeah. And then, look at this. They just hired a, new, they hired a new GM today, the Giants. Yeah. Well, let me I, is see. He the guy, is he from the Bills? I think he's – I, I didn't get a chance to look him up. I'm trying to remember if he's like – Joe – I don't know if it's Joe Schoen, Schoen, whatever, S-C-H-O-E-N, the former Bills assistant GM. There you go. See, you know what that means, right? He's probably going to look at uh, Brian Dable. Who's And who's that? That's the offensive coordinator for the Bills the whole time with Josh Allen. Okay. Right? And this guy, I mean, like, I'm just saying – he could move over there, and then I'm kind of worried about if it's Saquon. Saquon, then, you know what I mean? Because they're they're gonna have they're gonna if they're gonna run the same type of sit like same type of system, you got a mobile QB over there with Danny Dimes. You know what I mean? So I, I think the, the the head coaching hire and coordinator hire is gonna be really important for me to really like be on Saquon now that I think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Still gonna be a value though. Still gonna be yeah. value. Yeah, I mean coaching changes. I mean, those are those are gonna be a big deal. I mean, QB changes, that's gonna be a big deal. See if they do anything to help out their defense uh this year. I mean, because most of the time they're mediocre. I know they have I'm a lot. Brian Dable. I'm if whoever the GM that just got there, I'm trying I'm right away. I'm trying to trade for Russell Wilson. <sighs> yeah. And you know Russell Wilson's like, fuck yeah, I want to play in that division. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I He's mean, like, the only team you're really going going up against is uh, the Cowboys. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. Eagles, I think we're playing with house money. Um, <laughs> I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are our top twelve team next year 
but like towards the back ha half of the 12. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Those cowboys, man, they love they love disappointment. That line just gets older every year, and they just they they, they, they it's not like you get less hurt being older. You know what right. I mean? That right. line gets beat up every year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nigel said, You gonna do any mocks on sleeper with listeners? Yes, sir. Hell and yeah. it's gonna be I, I mean, I'm really gonna try to do them at least once a week, like from, from here on out, like at least once a week. Uh right now, obviously it'll be dynasty. And uh, we're going to start next week for sure. So everyone who is, uh, I'd really just suggest everyone get on Patreon because we got the Discord chat and that, that's where most of the time I'm going to be posting first. You know, just who, want, who wants to get into, uh, who wants to get into a mock draft tomorrow or whatever, because I got to have reliable people who are in too. Hey, them, them Dynasty mock drafts is, takes hella long. But you gotta do. But you almost gotta do them though. I do fit fifteen rounds for the mock. That's not long. And we'll and we'll we'll only do one minute picks. So either way, you know, if you get fucked on some auto picks, it just is what it is. It's a mock. Hey, draft. I want I want to express this though. Mock drafts because I mock draft excessively last year, or at least not excessively, like more than I ever did. You know what I mean? Like that, or at least in recent years. That's what. That's what helped me build all these teams that went on, like, you know, I, 14 out of 21 leagues got into the playoffs for me. Yeah. I felt, I mean, you, your ratio was even higher. You know what I mean? And, and you're hosting mocks all day. Like, just to know the flow of when and when and to take players where you think the value is at, you know what I mean? Because, like, C.D. Lamb, man, definitely he was a bust because I'm just taking him in the fourth round every, every time. There was some leagues he fell to the fifth, and I was like, "Ha ha!" You know what I mean? But it, you know, that's it, that. That's why you do mock drafts. Yeah, and you got. I mean, in your leagues, you just you got to know the room in your leagues. I mean, mock drafts are just for practice, so we're practicing with everybody random. We are going to be in leagues together for sure because the guys who want to do mocks with me are like the people who are in like the dynasty leagues and stuff. That's what makes them even more competitive. But yeah, you just got to know your room. You know, like I already knew that in most of these leagues, I wasn't going to get Dak, Zeke, or CD if I was playing with Stu. Because, like, he's picking Dak in the first round. You hey, know, he's more often than right now. <laughs> he always does. This is about the time when he pops in, when we're like 30, 45 minutes in. You he know, is. he hears us talking about him. He just, what? He, look, he looks out the window as a cowboy star in the sky, like the goddamn. <laughs> that signal. And speaking of the Cowboys, one thing that's funny, Jerry Jones, uh, uh, it was either yesterday, late, or early today uh, when someone was asking him about Amari Cooper. Uh, he said that he is frustrated with Amari Cooper's contract and relative production. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, he said he's frustrated with the contract and what? And relative production. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> My bad. I got in the matrix for a sec. I thought you said and his relatives. I said, Damn. <laughs> he's like fuck him and his family. <laughs> hey, look, they, they. You know what? You know what that's. You know what that is, right? That's saying fuck you to the Raiders, because it's like, didn't the they give him? Didn't they give him the contract? Oh, they did extend. Did they? Hold on. Was the Cowboys the last person to extend? I'm pretty Cooper? sure because I, I I swear Cooper was like. It was like his third year on the Raiders. Oh, you're right. 
They traded for him in, on his rookie contract still. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It was them who gave him that. It was 100 mil, right? Stupids. <laughs> and then you go out and draft CD Lamb. Hey, yo, you know what's crazy? What the fuck is their identity on offense? Dak. Just Dak. Like Dak sucking. <laughs> yeah, he got like, 60, like, he got 60 mil guaranteed um of that uh that that 100 mil. Hey, nobody is trading for him, so they're just <laughs> finna have him or and you know why you know what you want to know why it's frustrating because Jer for what is worth Jerry Jones does take care of his guys. Maybe he regrets it later like this case, right? Cuz he took care of Cooper. He wants to take care of Gallup. He's he signed he through 2024 with this contract. He's gone after this year. I, I, there's got to be like a, a like you know like a a thing where you could cut in his so, on the cap. So, yeah, so the dead cap is 6 mil okay. uh, this year. Four mil next year, and then two mil the year after that. So it really just depends. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I oh, know six mil isn't that much three. cap, but that's if they were just if so they were just going to release them, that's what they're losing in the yeah. cap, right? Like six mil. Yeah, and that's nothing because the cap's going up. Yeah, and they probably he probably already made majority of that sixty. How how long has he been under this contract? Since twenty twenty, so two years. Two years. Dang. Okay. So he, had, he said it was a, it was a ten mil signing bonus. Okay, so he got ten mil. So he got so does that mean he got thirty in that first year? Yep, because say he's getting twenty a year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so they own they they basically own ten uh eighteen million, and he's gonna get like the ten million this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. They, so maybe they keep him one more year, and then they might even they might even. If, if, Knowing all that, someone might even trade for him now, actually. Well, with the cap going up, I mean, that, you know, his 100 mil isn't going to be that much with this cap going up. Like, like, okay. See, it sucks that they're in division, but you know who could use an Amari Cooper? Fucking, like, the Giants or something. Because, like, everyone gets hurt over there. He would fit right in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at this shit like, that Nigel said. He said, Stu's like Beetlejuice. Just say Dallas three times, then he comes <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> hey, hey, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice was the shit, dude. What a savage! And Nigel said, "Redraft two looks fun, gaining insight on people's views on players." Yeah, so I mean, I don't start the redraft until until we get a lot closer to redraft season. Like well, we yeah, because you want the draft to happen and all the you know. I, I always say like, you know, June you're really in like redraft mocks, like mock draft redraft season. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even then, that's like degenerate. Yeah, like redraft mock draft season. Yeah, because things drastically change in ADP from that time. Like, like you know, like there was always something like I liked in my home leagues because none of these motherfuckers really did like research. You know what I mean? Like they're all just degenerates. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So I, especially in the beginning, and then I would do the drafts like you know week one of the preseason because I didn't want you know what I mean you don't want them to see like you know, a rookie go off or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, like they, then they just grab them too high out of ADP. They just grab them, just fucking take all the value away. You know what I mean? Cause they saw a, a big play in preseason or, but a lot of times that shit would still backfire because injuries do happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't account for injuries. No. Like <laughs> as much as the fantasy counselor swears that like certain injuries are going to happen. You just never know. Yo, 
that that guy and Smitty and like other other guy like they're 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 a type. Yeah. Yeah. And there's those type of people. I'm gonna come on as that type on one of those fucking debate shows. <laughs> Are you gonna have a lisp? Yeah, just 30 seconds of fucking just <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> oh, so funny. Let's see. Zeb, what up, bro? He said trade Dynasty League. Uh trade Sanders and CEH and a 20. 2023 first and 2024 first for D Cook and Madison and a 2022 third round pick. I don't like that. I don't like it. I mean, I'd rather have the de- like. Okay, so Sanders he's as injury prone as Cook, but Cook's yeah. better, right? And yeah, you get Madison. When how long is Madison even? Is he even there next year? Like I, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a backup. Like and I know he was a rookie back in 2019. It's not like he was no first or second round guy. You know what I mean? I, I would look into that first, right? To even consider it. But then and then you know Ceh, he's still on a rookie contract. He's young. Like, I mean he he was working. He was working. I mean he was viable in fantasy. I'd rather have the depth with those two guys. And Sanders is coming back with Nick Casari, uh, Nick Sirianni, and them. They were the, the the best one of the best running teams this year. I I still want that guy. And seeing the thing is, I mean, you're trading all the way out to the 2024. I mean, the way that Cook's going right now, is he going to be an RB one in 2024? You know, like three three seasons from hey, now. Hey, hey, they're going to have a new coach. They're going to have a new coach. We don't even know who it is. What if this guy comes in there and he's like, you know what we're going to do here? One two punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what then, like, and, what if they go out and draft a running back? You know, and and then they're one, going one, two punch. Punch. like you never fucking know. I mean, it's it's something I would buy cheaper on. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'd probably remove Ceh from that and try to, and then and 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 Alexander Madison, and then try to go for Cook. Like, fuck it. <laughs> the way that the way that Cook finished, the, whoever the Cook manager is, can't be stoked about it. Yeah, like, I'm. On a I'm bad note. I'm not paying for Cook like people think he's worth right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to capitalize on him having a, a down year, quote unquote. Yeah, and, and that's a lot of first and that's a lot of first round picks. Even though you, you yeah. it is 2023 and 2024. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? You want to like maybe there's more context here. Maybe he has hella running backs and like you know you know maybe Cook, Cook comes in and it's like his third running back for all we know. I'm just I'm not doing that yet. There's too many question marks on top of him being injury prone. I'm trying to buy him cheaper than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, Zeb would, is the man. He's been going to all these uh, all these Rams games and shit, and I think he went to the Charger games, but just right in SoFi. He said, yo, guys, if the Rams beat Brady and the <laughs> if the Rams beat Brady and the Niners beat the pack, we go into the Niners Rams SoFi. <laughs> fuck yeah. That'd be a dope ass game to go. I would have see. You know what's crazy is like, man, I I'm sure because I have you know part of a season tickets that we're gonna have some type of dibs here. You know what I mean? That'd be sweet. Yeah. Usually it's only for home, so maybe maybe scratch what I just said because it's obviously gonna be in SoCal. But but see, and here's the thing: I don't like thinking like that. I don't think ahead like that. You know, what I mean? we gotta take we taking a day to day to day right now. Matter of fact, the game's manana. 
Because that's both the underdogs, you know, and I'm not saying neither one of them are going to move on, but, you know. Hold on. They got the Bucks as the underdogs? Aren't oh, they? no, the Rams. the Rams. No, the Rams, yeah. The Niners and the Rams. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, oh, and just getting back to that before while we're still on the Bucks, real quick. Okay, so the two linemen that we've been watching out for all week. So let me see. It's uh, Tristan uh, Wirfs, right? He's officially questionable with his ankle. He got in a limited practice today, but hasn't he, practiced all week. Besides that, he was seen today though without that walking boot. So that was Ooh. like uh, okay. And then he gets into a limited. And let me see. Let me see who their other on on McAfee. Uh, Ian Rappaport was on there today, and he was saying that Bruce Arians said it's so hard to tell the swelling on um, on Worf's uh, ankle because, like, it's proportioned to the rest of his leg. He's just like a behemoth man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, the center, Jensen, the other one who we've been following all week. So he didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday, got in a limited practice today. Okay. Because that's a big – he's actually a good center. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and either way, losing any one of your starters, like right now, I mean, you know, last year for the Chiefs was just crazy. I mean, what were they down? Like four out of the five starters? Like that's just insane. Yeah. But if they're down two out of the five starters – It was like, three. I think it was three out of the five for the – yeah. It was something crazy, something crazy like that. And we already saw Tom Brady taking those hits. I mean, if both of those guys don't play, even if one of those guys don't play, that's going to make a little bit of an impact. That, and that's why the, that's also why on the other side with Andrew Whitworth possibly being out, like he helps in the run, in the run game and in pass pro. And it's not like Stafford is going to like scramble from, from pressure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that isn't he a captain as well on their squad. Oh yeah. Big time rocks the patch. Yeah. So we got, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different scenarios on what, uh, on what can happen here. And uh, Sean Murphy bunting. That was someone we talked about yesterday or Wednesday came. Remember full go in practice today. So he's still listed as questionable. But I didn't practice on Wednesday, limited yesterday, and then full go today. Nice. They're going to need all the help that they can get <laughs> on defense. That's for damn sure. Higby could be sneaky this week. Yeah. Because that's one uh, that, I mean, that's one area that they've sucked against uh, is the tight end. I mean, you got Levante David back. I mean, Levante David's the one who held down Kelsey in the Super Bowl last year and so i mean i i doubt i doubt he takes on because like he literally covered kelsey for 100 of the plays yeah. and like that was like his like matchup that he took on and i don't think that he does that too often though but for a guy like kelsey you know i mean he he got the assignment and he, he executed it yeah because kelsey didn't do shit in that super bowl for real and let's see. And what else we got? And Nigel said, how long do your dynasty leagues go? I, I mean, pretty much forever is blood in, blood out. Uh, so, I mean, last year we, we started nine of them. I mean, there, there were a couple people who dropped out like early in the year. I don't even know why, because they paid. And then they just fell off the face of the earth. Like no, no communication back and forth. But their spots got filled up like within seconds. Um, I think it was three people who dropped out. 
And literally all three spots, like I asked one person if they wanted in, they were like, show me the lineup. And then I shouted to them. They're like, all right, I'll take it. Here's the league fees. Boom. So, yeah, this shit, uh, they fill up quick. And uh, I don't think these things are stopping for anytime soon. I mean, most dynasty leagues only go like two or three years. I'm going to say these ones get over five years. Yeah, I mean, every now and then you're going to get somebody who's going to bail on a team. And, like, it could be because, you know, for, for a plethora of reasons. Maybe they lose interest. Maybe the team was just never winning and they're just tired of it. You know what I mean? Shit like that happens. It's hard to prevent. But, you know, for the most part, we got a bunch of nice degenerates that, that are that are on the grind. You know what I mean? For In it for the long haul. Yeah. And Nigel said the Smitty impression was on point. Laughing my ass off. Take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, listen, shout out to Smitty. I don't have anything against him. He's actually one of the first, like, bigger names that, like, did my show, right? And it was funny because, like, I would just bring him on and just argue with him. <laughs> but that's good TV, man. People want to see people arguing with each other. Like, okay, here's one. The first time I brought him on the show, um, uh, I mean, this, my, this one of my show was just audio. Right, it was early on playmakers it was probably like this January 2020. It was championship weekend, so it was Titans, Chiefs, and Niners, Packers. Right, and I'm going to that game, so I'm and so this was like two or three days before the game. I got Schmitty on, and uh, part of the one of the segments for the shows is I sent them all the DraftKings prices because I just want I was still fucking with DraftKings, hella tough. And I'm like, we're gonna set some draft team lineups. You know what I mean? And like he he's on there at he's like, Packers are gonna win. Fortnite's don't have a chance. And blah blah blah. I'm like, we smacked them already this year. And he's like, Well, yeah, but it's hard to do that twice to Aaron Rodgers. And it's gonna be all Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones all day, smash play. And I'm like, I'm fading Aaron Jones. I'm playing Radio Raheem. <laughs> I'm like, he's the must play. And then it's funny because like that was one of my first ones where I was like, hell yeah, I'm going back. I'm cl- clipping it and I'm tagging him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mostert was on to have 200 yards and four tugs. Yeah. Yeah. That was his like biggest. And Aaron Jones career, did right? Nuffa. <laughs> he did Nuffa. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Smitty. That shit's funny. And I actually want to go back, <coughs> watch the episode that I had with him. I'm sure I could fast forward his lisps. You know what's funny <laughs> is I remember uh, I remember watching that episode, and um, we hadn't really officially told everybody who's going to be in that pace league, right? And he kind of just announced it <laughs> with him in it and shit. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh shit!" And then so I told Clock, "I'm like, you know, he's over there announcing this shit." <laughs> On Hustler show right now. <laughs> and he's like, he is? And he went there. And then, like, it's funny because the plug was, like, in the in the, the chat. Like, yeah, you know, like, like you know, verifying it. That like, shit's funny. Yeah, breaking news happened on my show. I didn't yeah, even know. Yeah, because it's like, why are you, like, they were, they were verifying it because they were like, why is this guy, like, no one announced it yet. And he's the one, to, you know what I mean? And he was, like, the last guy to get brought on. And he was replacing someone that, that bailed out, too. I mean, my man complicated. He was just like, I'm not going to play any fantasy leagues. But he was supposed to be in that league. You know what I mean? And Nigel said, who won that league? Uh, Bogard with uh, you, Schmitty. And you know all what? The the Ironically, Schmitty knocked me out 
in the second round of the playoffs. And then I, I, to be honest, I don't know. And I swear to God, this morning I thought of it because I was looking through Instagram and I saw Shmi's ass. And I'm like, I wonder who won that league. I'll, I'll check. I'll let, I'll let y'all know when I, I'll get back to y'all. I, I know I have that app on my other phone. Nice. Yeah, we want to hear that. And Ronald said, am I the only one that cannot stand the flock guy? <laughs> oh, the fa- you, know what's, you know what's annoying? It's like these guys are doing so well that if you're not subscribed to them and you're looking at fantasy content, they pop up in your fucking feed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know what I, you know what I do? I just press, I put dislike. Cause then it's like, okay. Cause I figured it's going to, this is the algorithm. I don't like this, this guy's shit. Stop popping his shit in my shit. <laughs> I'm not even stuff. The fantasy flock guy sucks. That. You know who else was really annoying and like just super, uh, probably, they're probably our age too. You know what I'm saying? But like, they just seem like they're like in their fifties, but th- that, well, the, the headliners, fantasy headliners. Oh yeah. I'm like, you know, I could read stats because that's like all they're doing. Yeah. They think it makes them sound smart. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no ideology here. You're just reading me stats. Yeah. And telling me like they say they like a guy, then they read their stats. (laughs) And I go, Oh, really? I know. Can't get any isms along with the stats. I know. Right. Like tell me how much you like the Jersey color. (laughs) Because, I mean, stats are important, you know, I mean, having some of them from time to time, I mean, all the extra analytical stuff, I mean, it's nice to, you know, debate and present arguments, but when it comes down to this, you know how many people are going to argue Amon Ross St. Brown next year? (laughs) And they're not going to factor in all the missing pieces on offense, and he was just a concentrated market, of of target market share, you know what I mean? Just concentrated. You know what I mean? And then they then they fired Anthony Lynn. They got rid of him. And and you know why Amon Ross St. Brown ate? Because he was playing the Keenan Allen role. Yeah. And wasn't and Lynn was only there one year or was, was it only two? There, he was there just that one year. Damn. Just this year. Remember, he was with the, the Chargers for the last four or five years. Yeah, I couldn't remember when his last year was with the Chargers. That, his last year was 2020. That's fucking crazy. He didn't even get one year with a shitty ass team and Jared Goffel and all the injuries you know, that they had. I mean, it's. Would you say that? I would say personnel wise, the Chargers probably have one of the you know one of the best teams personnel wise. That's yeah. why Anthony Lynn got fired. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. Like, look at what you you can't do with a good like a good team on paper, and then he goes to a bad team. And if you can't win with a bad, like winning with a bad team would have helped him tremendously. Someone else probably would have picked him up. Maybe, maybe he could be in line for a head coaching job again. You know what I mean? People are, because he did get the Chargers in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? He got them in there uh, with Rivers. What was that 2018? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just saying, I like when you know a coach and you know their scheme, like Keenan Allen always was fantasy viable. So I said, watch when this kid St. Brown comes on because he's going to be the guy that they favor in the slot. You know what I mean? And everyone else got hurt, whoever the hell else. Yep. I mean, the, the so two or three receivers like, are in front of him. He just got it all. Because who, who was even in front of him? I can't even remember off the top of my head. So it was – they had – I don't know the order of the depth chart, but they had Wiz Khalif Raymond. They had they had Reynolds rap, uh, Josh Reynolds rap, right? Then they had um, – they had – my man Quintez Cephas, right? 
Who I was mean, the one who got hurt? Was was Reynolds their biggest signing? As far I mean, I, I'm not. I know they didn't well, sign. See, it. They picked up Reynolds mid year, mid season because he got cut from Tennessee. And then, like you know, Jared Goff's probably like, "Hey, get my man Reynolds over here," because <laughs> they have their little their little ties in from from the Rams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they bring him in, and then they all get hurt or COVID, and it's literally just like every everyone from TJ Hawkinson to motherfucking Quintez Cephas and Wiz Khalif Raymond and motherfucking Josh Reynolds. They were all hurt. Uh, there we go. Tyrell Williams. That's who I was thinking about. That Tyrell Gisell never even saw the field this year. <laughs> and and they had Brashad Perryman early on, too. Yeah. Like, those were the big offseason acquisitions. You know what I mean? Was Tyrell the Gazelle and motherfucking Brashad Perryman. So, yeah. so I'm just saying, Amon Ross St. Brown's one of those guys that in redraft, people are probably going to draft him in, like, the fourth round. You know what I mean? Maybe Maybe – but hopefully he doesn't creep up to the third round because I maybe fourth round is a little cut in it, but that's probably you know I'm probably I'm probably not even paying that. Yeah, and Nigel said the flock guy makes a hell of a lot of money through the Q and A through super chats. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know he gets a grip of people on there. I mean, I, I know a bunch of people wouldn't get their questions answered on his show, and then they would I come mean, over to mine. He's got to be good then. I mean, if, if that, that's the thing, if you're if you're right, I'll give it to you. But watching your content's different. You know what I mean? Start sit is a different beast. You gotta be right for the for the people, right? So if if you're bland as fuck, but you're still correct, telling people the correct shots, touche. You know what I mean? But if you're wrong, like you know some of these other guys we've mentioned, you know what I mean? When you do watch their content, sometimes you'll see people putting in a super chat just to tell them they were fucking wrong the last time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's awesome too. Bravo to them that even the trolls will pay just to get acknowledged because they want to tell them you're fucking wrong. And Ronald said, no, he's not. He's not good. He just sounds right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, what is he? He's like the, he's like a, a probably like a mid twenties, like Opie looking motherfucker. If I remember correctly. He, he, yeah. He, yeah. He looked like he'll never grow facial hair. <laughs> well, and I think what it is, I mean, we I we know we get a lot of hardcore people, you know, coming on here. I mean, if you're just a casual fan and you find one of these guys' channels, you know, because it's big, and um, you're asking him an easy ass question, like, yeah, he better get it right. <laughs> he he only and he only answers super chats, yeah, yeah. So see, there's his little shtick, you know what I mean? And then, but here's another thing too, is like that means. I would come on there and ask him IDP shit. I would ask him other shit because, you know, ain't none of them motherfuckers playing nothing but some super casual nine times out of ten single QB, like, you know, 10 to 12 team leagues. That's their conversations. You know what I mean? I remember, like, making sure to answer, uh, ask on purpose. It was in some clubhouse. And it was with like Matthew Barry and like someone else. I can't remember who it was. And they were talking about rookies. And then I got brought up for a question. And I said, who do you think the top three like IDP linebackers are going to be coming out into the draft? And like, it was just funny. It was just like crickets. And uh, <laughs> and, uh -huh. and like all of them were just like, oh, we, on we only cover offense. You know, like I wish there was more time to. How fucking whack. Like, okay. <laughs> I understand if you don't play IDP, but you should still like 
How do you not know what players to be afraid of? How do you not know what players you could bully? Like, you need to know the defenses. You know what I mean? Like, I remember for years with Arizona, they had Justin Bethel. Remember him? Okay, yeah. Anytime I needed a slot, like a, just a receiver to stream, I'd be like, who's playing? Who's who's the number two receiver on what whatever team's playing Arizona? Because that guy's going to eat against Justin Bethel. And it was yeah. fucking phenomenal. You know what's funny? Ironically, is the Patriots ended up picking him up, making him a special teams guy <laughs> for the last couple of years, and he kills it on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as a corner, pick him on his ass. You know what I mean? You got to know, like, who, you know, if, if there's a team and they got a good run defense, like overall, but their best run stoppers injured in that game, you you know, you might make the mistake like, ah, oh, it's a bad matchup. Oh yeah, their best run stoppers hurt. But they wouldn't know that because just their surface level shit, man. That shit makes me mad. <laughs> it's all good. I've been ahead of my time with a lot of things. So with all this fantasy shit that we're doing, I know we're ahead of our time. I am in the future. <laughs> yeah. And Ronald said, yeah, he has that white boy. I'm smart. I am smart. You can trust me. Look, man, I hate those kind of guys. <laughs> those are the kind of guys that, that, that <laughs> those guys get their family kidnapped because they owe somebody hella money, bro. <laughs> That's the guy's like, look, bro, I'm telling you, I need $100,000, bro. The return on your investment. He asked the wrong dope boy. <laughs> and there we go. David P said, y'all need the super chat in here. Yeah. We're going we're, we're gonna to start getting more incentives too. Um, uh, I th- I'm going to be doing two of my, um, uh, for, uh, for February, we're going to be giving away uh, three shirts to Patreon members. And it's going to be a uh, Patreon, YouTube, like Twitch subscribers, anyone who's oh, subscribed, you know, on any kind order of one, bro. I need to order one on the thing. You got to, um, uh... You gotta uh, walk me through how to order the, the joint. I want to get the, uh, the the survival, the healthiest, bro. I need to get. Yeah, yeah I'll show you how to do that. And then if you want to get the uh, if you want to get the fuck team defense, just because I know Bogart will be rocking it, you pay the shipping and handling, and I'll send you one of the joints. Word. Shoot me the invoice. Because <laughs> those are ones that I just got. Uh, that there's some that I had at the house. I had printed up. Oh, and- okay, word. Just never really. I mean, never took off because I didn't. I didn't promote it, and then I got to be the one shipping it and all that. And yeah. then I just created the other one with the premium tees and all that, and it was just a lot easier, you know. But uh, but yeah. So for uh, for Patreon YouTube members, and I'm gonna start tracking. You know what? We'll we'll start tracking the super chats as of right now. Let me get it pulled up and right on cue. Nigel with the big one said, Hustler and Bogart, best in the business. Keep grinding. Sky's the limit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Serbia. Yeah, this ain't this ain't stopping. So yeah, what I'm gonna do, I'm pulling up my uh my big list right now just so I can start tracking. We're I'm gonna be giving away three of the fuck team defense shirts. I only have uh XL, double XL, and triple XL um on the uh on the sizes. I think all the other ones sold out. I got a couple left in uh, in each size i believe i still have black black with the white text and then white with the black text as well so i got two styles the black joint yeah and uh so anybody and starting off with nigel yeah buddy so anyone who leaves the uh the super chats 
in there. As of uh, right now, we'll do the same thing. Um, $5 super chat gets you an extra entry. There's going to be a lot less entries in it now because this is only going to be for, for Patreon members, for YouTube members, um, you know, just everything like that is on any of the monthly joints. And then we'll, we'll count the super chats as well starting today you guys are the shit and there we go nigel said triple x let's go <laughs> yeah and ronald said i stopped wearing white t-shirts a long time ago i know there was a phase of my life where i only rocked white t-shirts man we were so ignorant when we were young it was like you get a fresh pack of five of the motherfuckers and we're all wearing the tall tees to so be like me and like four of my guys just get like brand new joints every day just have them in the studio it's motherfucking white tees and shit Ah, and then, and then Ronald said there can't go a full day without staining them. I remember if you guys saw the Mac Dre, uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was a DVD and it was like Troll TV. No, 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 not that. There was it was like a documentary and it was like a double disker. And one of them was like a day in the life of Mac Dre. And he goes to the mall and they're like smoking a blunt in the mall and he goes to lids and shit and he was like, yep, that's me, Andre. And uh, like giving his lids card and shit in there. Yeah. And then like he's in the white shirt and uh, they, they go get, I don't know, I don't know where the fuck they went, but he had a grip of fucking ketchup for his fucking, his fries. And the next thing you see, he's got the ketchup all over his shirt. He's like, no, fucked up my fit. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go get a new shirt and got a new A starter jacket while he was there too. <laughs> Bro, yeah, and there we go. Puff the crispier dragon. You the man, David. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm trying. Damn, I'm I'm mad because I ain't seen that. I'm like, what? I'm I'm like, what? A Mac right. double disc Mac Dre doc, like I just footage. Cause yeah. you know what? They had a camera guy, his name was Justin. Yeah, he, he went everywhere with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm and sure like, they have so much footage that never uh seen the light of day, right. Yeah, because even like even Mitchie, he told me that uh, I mean he's got a track like uh, that he still hasn't won that he hasn't wanted to make just you know timing isn't right or anything like that. But I mean a track that uh, that that Diggs gave him with Mac Dre that he signed off on. You know that uh, here here's one for any joint that you want to use it on or whatever. Oh, that's dope. I remember uh, a couple years after Mac Dre died. There was a song in rotation. It was Mace and Mac Dre. But it was just the DJ that, you know, had an unreleased Mac Dre verse and then he had Mace rap on it. You know right, I mean? right, right. But it was tight as fuck. Because <laughs> that was all, like, wasn't that one of, like, Tupac's CDs that came out? It was all the unreleased shit, but it was, like, Eminem had a song on there and, like, everyone well, else. Like... A lot of those were already, so, Daz, Daz did an album called, uh, Machiavelli and Dillinger, right? And uh, that was one of the ones that never got released, but he recorded it and he took all the reels. You know, you know the fucking, the 16-inch reels. Yeah. 12-inch reels, whatever, whichever ones they're using. He took all of them, so he had all the original verses and then, like, they just, you know, he just, he sold them off for people to use. Like, like uh, what is it called? Uh, like, mechanical licensing, you know what I mean? Like, a louder right. shit. He right. got for it. He got guapped out. Cause that album came out, the, the Dillinger and, and or Machiavelli and Dillinger album. Yeah, that shit came out. You know what I mean? It was under under Dog Pound Records or whatnot. 
And Nigel said, yeah, the five white uh, five white tees at Foot Locker for $20. Hell yeah, man. And <laughs> just any of the, uh, man, really any of the clothing stores, you know, if you were in the hood, I mean, it was like anywhere, you know, you were getting at least four or five tees for $20. If I think it was like if it was over like 2X or 3X, then it would be like four tees for $20. I remember, uh, there's a, there, um, one of the homies, he had a wholesale license. And then I'm, uh, he was like, for $150, you get like X amount of pro club tees. Nice. And you can do like the different sizes. So like, I remember I did one, I, I, I just caught Tella. You know what I mean? Because the pro clubs, that those were the serious white tees right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Had the little crew necks. Like, you know, the Foot Locker joints, you really can only wear those once for real. You wash them against the, the bacon collar. You know oh, I mean? yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really rocking those once and then just throwing them away. <laughs> and uh, and Ronald said, "I wear the the black Calvin Klein crew neck under everything." There we go. Probably own like fifty of them. And I also like Stafford's. Okay, Stafford's. Uh, they, you know they make plain whites, plain blacks, gray, and they also they do the crew necks or they do the V necks. Those are like the shit. For, you know what I mean? Just like white. Every time you see me wearing a white tee, I'm wearing a Stafford. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to JC Penny. And there you go. Nigel said, true, true. Had the bacon, or hate the bacon collar. <laughs> right. The muffins, yeah. Watch them motherfuckers one time. Anytime we used to get like uh like shirts like airbrushed or whatever, we used to use them joints because you know what I mean? Like remember that was during that time, motherfuckers are airbrush shit. Yeah. Like, they would go get iron shit ironed on they shit. You know what I mean? Like like when we used to go out and do shows, like we would just go get shit, hella shit blasted on our shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I had the dopest airbrush Mac Dre shirt around because uh, I, I picked the pictures that it was. Like one of them was the one where he's like this, and he's on the let's on the cover of uh, uh, the Thiz dance, I believe. And then one of them uh, where he's dressed up like Thizel Washington. He's got like the brown hat and the fit on. Then the other one was uh, the one where he's holding the tennis balls. Oh yeah, uh, the, from uh, the Mac. That's from the U.S. Open album. Yeah. If he was a uh, Andre Mackesy, yeah, uh, and, and was Maul McEnroe, yeah, hitting him with backhands all day. Hey, he be, oh my god! See, I remember that album was supposed to come out for like ten years, bro. Damn, like they, they, were, it was supposed to come out forever, and then if then then like they just kept revamping it, and when it finally came out, like he's already dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, shit's crazy. Yeah, Nigel said airbrush tees and uh, and dog tags was in style here in Chicago. Nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, Chicago's crazy, bro. <laughs> never been, never been. And uh, you know what? Let's cover the last pieces from the 49ers real quick. Just if, if there was anybody who was uh, worried about Jimmy G uh, for your playoff leagues or whatever, full go in practice on Wednesday and Thursday. So we know that, uh, I mean, he's still got issues, but he's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. May only throw it 10 times, but he's going to be the guy. I bet you Jimmy has sex with like several women before every game. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Porn star Jimmy. Right. How many plays how many plays you think Lance actually gets in? Like double digit? Hold on, I can hear the baby waking up. I think he gets in not double digit, maybe like six to eight. If that, if that. 
but he'll be in there. Okay, okay. And uh, here, Elijah Mitchell, full go on Wednesday and Thursday. So good to go and probably going to be that dude again. And then Fred Warner, really nervous about him and uh, limited on Tuesday, but full go on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause he really got it. He really got it. So it's not high ankle. It came out yesterday saying it was a low ankle sprain. So that's why I'm like, okay, yeah, he. There, there's a good chance he plays for real, for real. Yeah. I mean, full go in practice. Oh yeah, you uh, said full go. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. So he's going. Hell yeah. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, we got the night game tomorrow too. Yeah, let's see. What time are those games tomorrow? As uh, might be streaming both of them. Let's see. Yeah, so Bengals, Titans on at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific. Man, yeah, we're going to have to stream that game, get some super draft uh, pro lineups going. So I'll be streaming that for sure. And then 49ers at the Packers. I mean, really what's been happening these last couple weeks, I've just been waking up hella early and smoking hella weed and then like taking a nap, like right at the beginning of those games and then being too late <laughs> to stream. Like, so, uh, so you might as well stream to stay up. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, man, Rams at noon or three o'clock Eastern noon Pacific on Sunday. And then the Bills, the Chiefs, got to be on for the Bills and the Chiefs. Like, that's going to be the game of the week. Yeah, it's, this is a, this is arguably my favorite weekend in football. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Bengals and the Titans might seem like a blah game, but I don't know why everyone just expects, like, the Bengals to go in there and, like, dominate the Titans. You know, okay, scheme-wise, they've seen something similar this year. The Titans played the Rams. Zach Taylor is a product of Sean McVay. Does a lot of this, a lot of similar shit. You know what I mean? That's why, like, you know, um, I, that's why I bring this up. Like, you know, scheme-wise, they've played a, a, against a similar team. You know what I mean? So I'm I do worry about the Bengals, but I just I love this chip on the shoulder shit that they just they fucking out of nowhere won the division, bro. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Then and then yeah, the Raiders didn't belong there, but you know they they made sure just not to to, to lose at them. This is like, and this this is another one of those games. Like look at it, they're they're big they're big game hunters. Yeah. Remember early on in the year? Here, oh shit! Here comes the big bad Steelers. They beat them up good. Then they beat up the Ravens good. These are teams that are maybe because these teams are are more reputation than anything this year. But still, then they beat up on the on the Chiefs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this, this it could be like they just got this big ass chip on their shoulder. I, I almost just I, maybe I'm just I'm just rooting for the the underdogs always too. Yeah. Oh, there we go, Stu. He made it. Said 43 degrees outside. Woohoo. Said time to watch the pup, but listen in to keep my mind off the cold. At least it's not 30 anymore. Damn. Hey, he out in Texas, man. It must be re- that's like really cold to them. Like yeah. every morning it's like 40, it's like 40 something here, like 45, 44, but that don't last till like 
that don't last too long. You know? I mean, by seven o'clock, it's like fifty-five degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Nigel said, "What nationality are you guys guessing? Mexican for hustler and Filipino for Bogard. And yep, yeah. I'm uh, Mexican and Italian. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like Filipino, and I have like South British, and with like with the mad Spanish. Like my 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 dad's dad my dad's grandpa was hundred percent Spanish but in the Philippines and can speak Spanish and Tagalog, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like it's crazy. And then my mom's side, my mom, she's a she's a quarter Caucasian because her grandpa was hundred percent South British. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like I'm I'm a I'm a real mutt, but straight Filipino. Because that's it's basically how you're raised, right? Pretty much. You feel me? Definitely. And let's see. Yeah, we really have no other news uh, for today. Um, one thing that I do got to announce is, I mean, we already talked about how I'm going to be doing the mock drafts uh, starting next week, probably doing like one a week. We're going to figure out a day and a time that works and kind of just keep hitting that so people can uh, keep consistent with it. And then every single week, we're going to have one live stream a day where we're just strictly talking dynasty. Just, it's just going to be all dynasty talk. I'll come up with a couple topics. We'll do some Q&A, talk about some dynasty league, uh, you know, just a little bit of everything. Trades, just different advice on things. And uh, it's going to be fun. going to be fun. And for everyone who's brand new to dynasty, uh, it's either going to – it's going to be probably around like uh, – it's going to be before February. I'm going to be dropping an upload how to start a dynasty league on sleeper. And I'm going to be going through all the uh, different features and all that kind of stuff. Just get you guys uh, ready. If you want to start a dynasty league for your home, for your home leagues. I'm going to win one of these hustle leagues, bro. Oh yeah. It's a huge badge of honor. I took home two titles out of the, uh, out of the nine. I was in four of the championships too. I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but that was, uh, was pretty dope to make it to four. The fix is in. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them, I just got lucky. Like one of them, there's no way I should have got past Antonio. Right. But he had so many damn injuries. You know, you, you know, you know the answer to why you got into it. That's because it was your destiny. Oh yeah. Hey. And Stu said it was like seventy a few days ago. Seventy-one day, thirty-nine the next. Damn. Freaking Texas. And Ronald said, I'm 25% Italian, Hungarian, Irish, and 12, 12 and a half uh, French and German. Very much a white mutt. <laughs> yeah. He's straight. He's all Europe. There you go. It's all over. <laughs> he's like, bro, I'm, I'm European for real. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to tie a bow on this thing. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I don't know if Bogart's going to be back for one or both of these streams. But uh beyond, you feel me? Gonna be right before right before the games. And uh we getting turned. Yeah, and, and puff the crispier dragon. You said what's the cost normally? Um cost normally of what? What were we talking about? I'm Probably hungry. dynasty. Oh, so I mean these ones, it's gonna be um one twenty-five for the buy-in on these uh these first two that I'm doing. And yep. both of those are going to be drafting in uh, in February, more than likely, at least starting in February. Sir Bong's a lot in the building. Yeah. Right in time. So we're about to get up out of here. Bogart, tell them everything they need to know on the way out.
the earth is my turf universe give me money say your prayers take your vitamins go niners did i mention give me money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, money and, uh, check out check out i guess the first that was the first official pilot episode of circle it was awesome oh yeah um shout out to the cock and uh also check out last night uh the other night's playmakers episode it's available on both the gmm network on youtube and on hustlers channel however you find it it don't matter because we out here grinding and i'm putting both in the uh in the chat right now so you guys could find it we got the circle on there and then we got the real fantasy playmakers episode on there two links just copy and paste them um Go save them right now so you can watch them. The circle is going to be the shit. Playmakers, I mean, already over a hundred episodes. What 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 is it up to now? One sixty five. Um, I mean, I think I was around one. I we're we're out there somewhere. Pretty sure it's one sixty five. I, I I try to put it in the uh, in the caption. Yeah, because you know what, we do got to check it out because two hundred is going to be some shit. We'll probably, you know what I mean. We'll do some something gigantic for the two hundo. Yeah, and there we go. David said, "Need to make more super draft money. Make it, make it pay for it." Hell yeah, we need yeah. more. We need more. And Nigel said, "How much are the entrants on the redraft leagues?" So those fir- those first two dynasty leagues that I'm doing, it's one twenty five. The second one, uh, or I mean, the other ones that I do, I believe they're going to be like eighty. So there is going to be like different levels. And uh, the redraft leagues are usually either 50 or 100. I try to keep it affordable for people. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? We're definitely going to be have, having some, uh, for, for, for some of y'all higher stakes degenerates, I'm definitely going to do a $200 buying one. And, and, you know what I'm saying? For, for, for uh, those of y'all that really, really want to get down with something that, some, some heavier, some heavier uh, change. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We need to have at least one or two uh, big money leagues. Yes. Super flex madness. Oh, yeah. All right. We're out. Come back for JC Money's show. Starts in like 30 minutes. Going to be uh, putting us up on game, getting our basketball lineups in there. Peace out, everybody. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.